Hello and welcome to Main Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. We are going to do some review of testimony today, Matt. We sure are. We're going to start uh, with the the public hearings that happened on April 19th. It was a very good day. It was. We had a lot of stuff to go over today. Yeah, there we do. There was there was quite a few hearings. I mean, as we've said before, they are trying to get everything like done really fast because the deadline's coming right up. What was that deadline again? What do they have to get everything done by? Uh, third week of June, they adjourn. But I heard that about May 10th is the end of all committee hearings. Yeah, that's like in what? As that's, we're recording this, like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, weeks. that's like next week. That's the end <laughs> of next week. It's like, oh my, we got a long ways to go here. Right. I mean, an immunization is still going on. So I know it's crazy. It is crazy. They're in that sub basement level still. They still are. Get it. Yeah. It's like down in the crypts or something. <laughs> nice, nice call. <laughs> so let's start with our first couple. They should be pretty easy because these first four that we've done were the morning of the 19th and they've already been gone through work session and been voted on. Yes, they so have. The first one was LD210. It's an act to re- increase technology and engineering education for grades 7 to 12. Uh, this was that a concept was, draft. It was a concept draft, which actually had a bunch of pieces of testimony, but they said, uh, no, I'm not to pass. So we're yeah. just going to move on. Right. So let's go to the next one. This one was also ought not to pass, but I do have something to say about this one. This was LD 1046, an act to authorize the Department of Education to provide flexibility in the required credentials for teachers in career and technical programs. Yes, and and if and and if I remember correctly, this is the bill that um that, that just kind of made some really minimal requirements, correct? Yeah, it exempted teachers from certain qualifications to teach career and tech education. So this one obviously went on not to pass. But one of the interesting things, which I hate about legislation and the way this is done, but this is just the way it's done. uh, This one was presented by Senator Woodsum of York. And uh, he was the only one. Yeah, he was the only one presenting. And right away, he has an amendment. And the amendment, which is fine. That, that this happens all the time, but his amendment is to strike and replace the entire bill with a new bill. That's not an amendment. No, it's not. But although technically it is, I guess, but it's like, it changed the whole thing. Yeah. That, it that, didn't, that drives it me didn't, nuts too, because you know, you, you, oh. you, 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 you if you're going to make an amendment, that means you change it. Otherwise what you should be doing is saying, Nope, we're going to strike this bill and we're going to try again with a different legislative action. You know, you don't do the thing where, all right. Well, we're going to do the bill. We're going to work, but we're going to go into work session or whatnot, and then completely change all the language and go a completely different direction. That annoys the crap out of me. Me too. Good thing it was not to pass. So they heard us loud and clear, well, even though we reason, didn't have anything to talk about. They, they, that's right. They said, you know, well, Matt and Matt don't like this that you're doing this. So we're just going to we're not even going to read what you've said. Which is ought not to pass right away. <laughs> True. All right. Let's move to the next one of the morning. It's LD 1369, which is an act to create an additional pathway to certify industrial arts teachers to foster career and technical subjects in main schools. I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah, it was kind of, well, wait till you get to the afternoon. That's even funner. So this one uh, directs the Board of Education to adopt rules to amend the credentialing of education personnel to create a pathway 
for a teacher to obtain an endorsement on a certificate and then lots of other stuff also. So this, this, this bill was tabled, but it only had about four or five pieces of testimony. Yeah, not, not too much. Not too much. So a lot of it was uh, in support. Uh, MSSA was, excuse me, MSMA was in support of this one. Uh, there were a couple other pieces of support trying to figure out uh, there, there, there's a need for industrial arts teachers in the state. Right. And there aren't a lot of pathways in right now because a lot of colleges aren't even offering these particular certificates. Uh, so all of the, the testimony was like in favor. But apparently, there's so much in the bill it got tabled because they want to talk about more stuff. Well, I, I think I think they're also I think there's a there's a bill there's a bill before that's going to talk all about Chapter 115, which is teacher credentialing. So I think they're tabling all of those kind of bills until they can work with a DOE on that particular bill. That can't be it because that sounds like a reasonable response. I, I know I, I refuse to believe that too, but you no, know, okay. I, but I, but that's that, that's my gut. What my gut's telling me. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Uh, let's go to the last one in the morning. It's LD 1182, which is an act to improve school safety by requiring law enforcement visits. Yeah, we had something to say about this one. Yeah, so we did. So I'm starting to read this testimony. And one of my questions that I asked you when we previewed this was, I wonder if anybody asked the police, right? The sheriffs and the state police and the municipal parts and all the places that were going to be involved with this. Right. And I would assume that they would, right? I, we, we, we assume that they would have, but you never know. It turns out that, oh, so I'm reading this first, and I read them in order. So this one, the first one that came up was by the Maine Sheriff's Association. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we should do this. This yeah, is a great idea. Right, we're good. You know, remember, this, for, for you listeners out there who aren't or are not paying attention, this is the one that required a public school to be visited at least two times per week by a law enforcement officer from the state police, et cetera, et cetera. So we get to the state police one, and they said, yeah, we like it, but holy God, that's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get to the main chiefs of police association, and they're like, uh, well-intentioned, but no, that's going to like wipe us out. Right. So it was like the sheriffs were like, yeah, we're all for it. The uh, state police were like, yeah, but it's going to cost a lot. And the chiefs of, of municipal police were like, no. Right. And then, then, then you had the other side, which was the uh, from the National Alliance on Mental Illness come in and said, you know, this might not be really good for kids, all kids' mental health and mental stability. You know, yeah. Me- mental, mental calmitude, if that's not even a word. Uh, it is today because uh, all words are made up. Because all words are made up. So it, one of those like, yeah, we don't, we don't think this is a good idea for all kids. And... I was, yeah, so. Yeah, a lot of it seemed to be that this is a good idea, uh, that we like the idea of involving community a little bit more and getting police officers to be less of an adversary and more of a, a partner. Right. But we need to be realistic about what our kids are actually seeing and is this the best way to do it with twice a week unannounced visits yeah. into school when usually the only time police officers coming to school unannounced or like if something is like happening. Right. So, yeah, yeah I, a lot of the, was a- I noticed a lot of the testimony um, against this one said, 
you know, this is this testimony is in no way, shape, or form saying that we don't think that safety is important. Safety is important; it's paramount, but not this. Yeah, this isn't how you do it. Right. A lot. One of them said, I forget exactly which one. I'm sorry. Is said. Uh, we love to take some of that money and invest in more resource officers that are there in the schools all the time yeah. uh, to do some of those things that you ask about, you know, partnership and realizing that uh, police aren't adversaries all the time and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which was like a pretty standard, reasonable thing to do. Uh, again, that was a divided report. How do we think that went? Which, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, so let's so, go. Yeah. So, so <laughs> go I think I'm going to guess that it was it was divided report and it's and it left the committee. The majority report is ought not to pass. Yep. And I think that the and minority that, report would be ought to pass. That would definitely be my guess. That's just my hypothesis based on prior experience and uh, political partisanship. Well, our hypothesis is yes. <laughs> so the next one talks about Friday the afternoon, Friday the nineteenth in the afternoon. It's all about food. Well, they couldn't possibly be hungry in the afternoon. No, because clearly they've been to the Cross Cafe. They have good coffee down there. Of course, and spicy dill pickle chips. They have all kinds of different chips. Wonderful chips. I I prefer the spicy dill pickle myself. (laughs) Who doesn't? My gosh, it's the best one. If you haven't tried it, you need to try it. If you you haven't yet been to to try these, make the journey. Oh, without a doubt. You know... Whether, it is whether, so good. whether you're in Berwick or Kittery or up to Fort Kent, come on down to the Cross Cafe and get your spicy dill pickle chips because I guarantee you probably can't get them every, anywhere else. Only at the Cross Cafe, I would assume. That's what it seems like anyway. Right? I mean, we haven't heard otherwise. If you know, let us know. Yeah. And we'll spread the word. And uh, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd love a sponsorship too, Deep River. Content. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, we'll work for chips. Let's just go to the afternoon. LD-454 is an act to encourage the purchase of local produce for public schools. That's good. Yeah. This is the one that said uh, provides funds to the DOE to administer local produce fund and provide a $1 match for every $3 expended by an SAU for produce or minimally processed foods purchased directly from a farmer, farmer's co-op, or local food hub. Lots and lots and lots of testimony on this one. We're like... Yeah, this sounds good. But again, as you mentioned, when this happened last week or so, this has our favorite piece of testimony ever. <laughs> testimony from Regional School Unit 19, yes. which is the Corinna Dixmont, Dixmont, Etna, Heartland, Newport, Palmyra, Plymouth, and St. Albans region. Uh, has a one-page, this is what we believe in. And what do they do, Matt? Why, why don't you fill the, fill the nice ladies and gentlemen in? They start off with RSU 19 Board of Directors resolution supporting LD 454, whereas, blah, 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 whereas, 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 they have a bunch of whereases right in their testimony. See, I, I didn't want to take away your thunder on this because I knew this I knew how excited was amazing. This, one, this one was for you. And I noticed in one other one that we're going to talk about today about food, uh, they do another piece of testimony full of whereas is. Yes. So I, I applaud you, RSU 19 Board of Directors, Christopher Easton as chair. Smart thinking. Yeah. They have a bunch of whereas's and then a couple of re- therefores at the end. 
Yeah, this is good for you guys. This this is you know we 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 had already experienced one or two of the examples of the perfect bill. This is an example of the perfect t- testimony. Agreed. And if anyone else, if anyone else is going to submit testimony any, within the sound of our voices, please the next time we do so, throw at least one whereas in in there. I just want just, one. just, just one. You can have one. Just throw one in there, and as we're reading it. It'll be a little, you know, a little nod to us, and we'll, we'd appreciate that. <laughs> Agreed. You know, a little, Let's a, do the next one. Inside legislative policy practice humor, you know, hey, not a bad thing. If you, if, you, if you can't lighten the mood at the legislature, then really, what good are you? Exactly. You know, it doesn't need to be serious. Again, take yourself serious. Take, uh, take the work seriously, but not yourselves. Throw a whereas in. It doesn't hurt anything. Doesn't hurt a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Next one is LD-577, which is an act to increase access to nutritious foods in schools by implementing an after-school food program for at-risk students. This was an emergency. Uh, This one provides for the participation in the Federal Child and Adult Care Food Program to serve at-risk students who attend after-school programming if you choose to operate the program and have at least 50% of students qualified for a free or reduced lunch. Yes, it does. And once again... All the testimony is like, yeah, this sounds really like the greatest idea. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, the only one, like DOE basically came out and said, yeah, we support this, uh, given there's an opt-out mechanism for SAUs. Uh, so as, as long as there's it's not a mandate, we're in. Yep, which I liked a lot. Again, the work sessions for these uh, happened actually today, right before we recorded this particular episode. Uh, so it, we we do not know the results of this as of yet. No, we do not. Uh, the next one is LD five forty one, which is a resolve to reduce food waste in schools. I, I think this one and right here was a slap in our face. No, whereas is not a single not one. A, I mean, it, it was short, which is nice. Yeah, it's like less than half a page. But come on, Representative Sampson of Alfred. I mean, give us the whereas. Come on, it's that's just come it's on. just it's just lazy writing at that point. So what this resolve did is direct the DOE to develop a school food sharing policy to encourage schools and food banks to work together to collect whole and packaged school cafeteria surplus or leftover food and share it with the community. Yep. And there was about nine uh, or ten pieces of testimony here. Again, all basically were like, "Yeah, feed people." Yeah, all in favor. I was actually talking to our food service director uh, in my district earlier today and thought all of these bills were a fantastic idea and ways to partner more uh, with ideas to, to partner more and potentially have some uh, financial help in how to do that sort of thing, uh, which, is, which is really good. Everybody wants kids to be fed and not waste food is really the, the two things that they, they are really in charge of and really want to happen. Absolutely. So uh, again, I don't think there's any way that this wouldn't be a good one uh, unless they're just looking for, okay, so how, what does that actually do? How, how does it work? What are the mechanics of this one? Uh, but again, I don't think anyone's ever going to say not a good idea to let's waste more food and have kids not eat. I, I don't, I don't really sense that happening. Me, me neither. Although when we get, when we get to the end of these, these, this afternoon, I, I do kind of have a, a question for you, but we'll get there. Oh, excellent. Well, we only have two left and one of them's easy. Let's do the easy one first. I like easy. Uh, LD, LD 1344. Now, this one's really funny. See, everything we just said, 
1344, an act to improve nutrition in Maine schools, was straight ought not to pass on the same day. Didn't even get a hearing, nor is there any testimony. Right. So I, so I went to go read it, and I'm like, who the hell doesn't want to improve nutrition? And then I read, it's a concept draft. Yeah. And my guess is basically all of these other ones really address what's what they want out of this one. Representative Daughtry of Brunswick, all of these other ones really have that all together. So I think she just said, yeah, let's just get rid of this one and one more piece of paper out of the way. Right. Because the last one of the afternoon here is LD 1351, an act to allow for the recovery and redistribution of food in public schools. Again, this one really talks about, as I get to the right page here, there's three pages of this one. Uh, it talks about revising some of the rules and what are the things you can put on a share table and then what can you what can you do after it goes from the share table? Then what happens? Uh, and there are plenty and plenty of rules about this right now that once it goes on the share table, it needs to have like a thick skin, like a banana or a orange or something like that, or it needs to be fully wrapped. Right. But my question for my food service manager today was, well, what happens after that if nobody takes it? And you would think that you'd be able to redistribute that somewhere else, right? It's, it's got, you know, it's not like you're putting strawberries out and they get all moldy. Right. Right. Okay. So what happens right now, she said, the rules are you throw it away. Oh. It's basically got its second chance at life. And then you can't do anything else with it because those are the regulations. So what this does is change those regulations in order to allow it to do something else. Uh, and she said right now, a lot of people, uh, a lot of teachers sometimes take some of that food that is, again, got a thick skin on it or is totally wrapped and redistributed within the school in their classrooms and take it back for like snacks for the kids, which I think is totally appropriate, even if it's a little under the radar. I know I've worked in a number of schools not just in this district that have done that, uh, because again, we don't want to throw food away. It doesn't make oh, any no sense. No one does. Yeah, no. Yeah, no one wants to be wasteful at all with any of this stuff, especially knowing you know, um, in areas, all areas where there's there's kids and families who'd be struggling with food. Um, the, just throwing it away just seems just wasteful and and just a horrible idea. No one likes. This that. was the one that. This was well. The one thing I did like about this one, the. Uh, RSU 19 also put testimony for yes. this one, and they had uh, only four whereases for this one. But we're going to let that slide because there was at least one. That's right, at least one, and they're you know they've set the bar. Yeah, they've set the bar. I agree. All right, so we're done for the day on April 19th. But you said you I, had I do a have a question because you know, especially at the end here, we have these these pretty substantial changes to all of the the food, um, the food stuffs. The food laws, 6602, Ooh. I believe is what the food stuff is what the law was. Uh, yeah, six, section 6602-A is what we're talking about. So I'd like to know from your perspective, we have two acts and a resolve. A lot to do with food in a lot of different different ways. Do you what 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 how if you had to rank them in order of most likely to go through? Oh. And then because because do you think all three of them are gonna go through ought to pass? No. So that's that. Neither do I. So, so what do you think are the most likely? I am going to take a really cop out version here and think 
that only one of them is going to go to pass and go to the House and the Senate. But I think they're going to take pieces from all of them and combine it into one with a bunch of amendments. I think that's what's going to happen. If I had to pick the one that is the most, I would say... Yeah, so which one then, which, going, which one then would, it would all be under one bill number then? So, yep, I'm going to say, uh, ooh, yeah, I don't know which number, but if if I had to pick the most popular one, I think, would be the 1351, which is the re- about recovery and redistribution of food, because it really doesn't cost anything. I can see where the uh, implementing the after-school food program or the encouraging purchase of local produce has some uh, financial yep. pieces to it which might hurt a little bit, but I think they want to have some of the points through it. Uh, the local produce one, I don't think it'll go through because it'll just cost too much money, but I, I think they'll compromise by putting some of the other stuff through. That'd be, yeah, that'd be so my I, guess. If I'd, I would rank pretty similarly. 1351, that act to allow for the recovery and redistribution of food in public schools. I think that's going to be uh, basically the hub of everything. And then... Um, I think the purchasing of local produce, that's going to be kind of contentious, as you said, because of the financial stuff. And so that I, I, I yep. think that's going to be more of a divided report. And I'm not sure if anything's going to get into um, into it as a result. But I also that resolve is really just t- telling the, uh, the DOE to make a policy. So, you know, yeah, I think that, that one's that pretty one, straightforward. That one seems pretty straightforward and could and could be through. Yep. And I think that they might you know, there is an outside chance that they could say, well, could this policy then? If we do the policy right, do we need to do the law? Do we need to change statute law? Uh, That's uh, true. Language. So I think that um, it looks to me like, for what I'm seeing, uh, very similar to what you're seeing, that 1351 is going to be kind of the way that they're pretty much going to lean. But, you know, hey, that's what the, I don't know what the Vegas numbers are on that, but you can, we can find that out later. (laughs) New sponsor alert. There we go. So that, Ends us for April 19th. Where can you find us, Matt, to let well, us know Matt, how we're doing? Well, Matt, you can go on to Twitter at MainEdMatters. Um, you can follow our exploits and our, our, our journeys there. Also on Facebook at Main Education Matters with Matt and Matt. Um, you'll find over there. On, on both our social media profiles, you'll find our handy-dandy spreadsheet, which has um, a list of all the different bills that have been gone before the Education uh, Cultural Affairs uh, Committee this year and a few of the Labor Committee as well that have been education related. And you can go to check that out. And also while you're out there, as I said before, um, surfing the inner tubes, um, give us a rate and review on iTunes. Since our last uh, discussion here, we have doubled the number of written reviews we have. on iTunes. We it's been great, and thank you all very much. Uh, we'd like to double that again and again and again because you know how that all works. Suddenly, we'll have uh, twenty-five yeah, billion. And you know what reviews. that gets us? That gets us chips. It gets us chips. And with that, bye. See you next time.